Sports View from 202, a New York Red Bulls fan podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and direct from our website, viewfrom202.com. Hey folks, so we ended up recording a ton of content for this week's episode, uh, so we decided we split it up and make it a little bit more digestible. So coming at you right now is the second part of our interview with Bill Reese, where we talk a little bit more about uh, jersey designs and uh, the CCL game in, in hindsight, and then after that bit, we're going to go through our full preseason preview, all of our predictions, all of our hot takes, everything from top to bottom across the league, um, and it's going to be a nice little two-segment piece hopefully before the game on Saturday against Atlanta. All right, so let's let's take a switch over to talking about jerseys. Okay. So you saw the jersey today in person. We all saw it last week um, from the stands. But how does it look up close? From I, I prefer it from far away. From far really? Away. <laughs> from, uh, t- from 15 rows deep in 101, you can't really see uh, – you can't see the stripes. And I actually yeah. really – I really like that jersey, except for the stripes, especially really? that that you just you, you have you have the thin you the know, white the, and the, the, red the thin and... head. It's just there's no there's nothing at all on the sleeve if you have the long sleeve. Uh, that you know it, it's really what RB two wore last year. Yep. Yeah. Which I thought was fantastic. Um, then they had to put these goddamn armpit lasers on there, as <laughs> as Mark Fishkin calls them. And uh, I mean. Yeah, it's like I've gotten used to it. It's it's not terrible. I mean, compared to what some other teams have thrown out there this year, uh, <laughs> you know, true. especially DC United. Like if if Yikes. we had that, that would be. But it just it, it it felt like they had it, and then like no, no, it's it's not cool enough. We gotta do one more thing with it. <laughs> I, I I know my buddy Matt Caputo, if he's listening, I'll give him a shout out. Is always saying like, hey, listen, cause what we gotta do is we gotta go. We get, <laughs> we, 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 go, we gotta have a cool. We gotta have the coolest uniforms. We go out there, man. You know. <laughs> if anybody knows Matt, I hope he's not offended I think, by We're that. gonna have Matt on the show <laughs> eventually. <laughs> He's, can, he's not wrong though. No, and and, and yeah, but it, he tells me that all the time is that we, you know, that, that you know, for a company that's so good at, at branding their things, we, we we can't seem to come up with a fly uniform. That is the abiding paradox of this team, isn't it? I, I will say though, I, I took uh, I took a lift across the Brooklyn Bridge recently, mm-hmm. and I do see where they get that uh, motif from. Like it, it's very apparent. Oh, I totally like, think they retconned that. Yeah, and I'm fine with it, but. You know, I, I, I think they realized at some point they could say, oh, yeah, it's the Brooklyn Bridge. That's where they came from. <laughs> no, I feel like they started off with that, and they're like, oh, now it just kind of looks like lasers. But let's keep going with the bridge thing, because sure. I think it looks better when you see it um, within red. Like, it kind of looks... Because someone had that one gif um, of various shades of red on mm-hmm. their jersey. And when you cover all the lines, it kind of looks like there's just a red filter over a picture of, like, suspension bridge lines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I, just, I do think looks re- really sharp, but I don't know. It, I, I've, it's growing on me. It is true that you can't see the lines from the stands. I couldn't see them all at yeah. all on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Which, or on TV. You really can't. Yeah, which made me wonder why they're even there. Can, yeah. I, can I point out a weird thing that I don't think that Adidas's designers did this on purpose? But I think somebody might have, because whenever they do these weird uniform launches, they always will release the infographic explaining the weird symbolism yeah. that is involved in, in, in everything that they do. You know, that's like, oh, well, these are the five stars of, of this thing, and, and these, you know, these lines here represent the street that goes to whatever. Sure. There are 11 red stripes that go diagonally up to the armpit, 
and then there are nine gray stripes that go along the back. And just, I can't help but thinking that this just like, oh, oh, oh it's, it's just like 9 11. Oh, <laughs> and it's just like, and then someone at Adidas said, okay. You did that. You didn't tell us when when you when we finished the design. But if you put that in, in an infographic, uh, like you're fired. So just, <laughs> just hope, hopefully nobody is out there and picks up on this because that is terrible that you would ever conceive. Frank it. Lampard designed them. <laughs> I think we just broke something on on our podcast for once. Man, I didn't even realize that. No, I I, I, I tweeted something to that effect uh, <laughs> the other day, and uh, ESC uh, Chairman Emeritus Tim Hall. Just said so. Uh, your your um, your OCD therapy is going well. <laughs> <laughs> I do like what you said about the the shoulder stripes. I do think the th- the shortened length and the thinness is a better look. Um, it, ma- it makes it look more professional. Last year, yeah. I don't know. I I liked that there was more red on the shirt last year, but then had a weird effect in the armpits where it mm. made them look really wide yeah. and kind of like unprofessional in some way. This year, even though they're much more plain and kind of like the 2014 kits, they do feel like more like a professional shirt. Well, the 2014 of. kits had the red armpits. This one doesn't. That's true. The yeah. 2014 had more red in it than I remember, but um, yeah. It was just—it was so close to being a great shirt, and you know, I don't know. I, 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 are, are you guys pro or anti button collar? Because uh, Portland has that, uh, Kansas City has uh, that. I like a like Henley. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pro. I I take okay. it on a case by case basis. Yeah, mm. I like Portland's better than Orlando's. Yeah. But yeah, I, 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 I guess think, Orlando's yeah. is just a collar collar, right? Just a regular collar. Yeah, Portland's but. is just kind of Henley. Yeah. Yeah, Portland I think has the best new uniform it's that came clean. out this it's very year. Very clean. It's, it's, yeah. It, it, it's clean, but it can go the wrong way. Like if you look at RSLs, it's just like oh, yeah, the yeah, T-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you you had something land on EOS today yeah. about all all of the I think the Eastern Conference shirts, right? East, the, the West might have published by now. Uh, shout out to our our boy Jack Bell that's uh, that's taken over at EOS is doing yeah. a doing a bang up job. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I uh, I I, I kind of ranked them. Uh, uh, based on whatever uh, Jack and I both did. Uh, Portland's I think is beautiful. I I think. Uh, I, I gave a much higher ranking to New York City's. I think it's fantastic what uh, what New York City did with their new home jersey because, mm-hmm. like, I just remember that kit launch in 2015 where they come out and it's just, oh, they're Manchester City. Yeah. Like, it's just the blue shirt, the white shorts. Like, you're not fooling anybody. And they're like, yeah. okay, all right, we heard like we heard you, which is a a sound I've never heard from the Red Bulls front office. We heard you, and we're gonna do whatever. We're gonna give it give it the blue stripes on the thing, the blue trim, and the blue shorts. And kind of some other orange trim here and there. So it's it's sort of like Manchester City, but it's not. And it's like, yeah, that's what you guys were supposed to do in the beginning. Right. But instead, you just trotted it out as weird as Manchester City playing mm-hmm. at Yankee Stadium. And uh, you know, I, I I I envy fans that have had uh, you know a front office that says, oh, you guys uh, didn't really like this look. You wanted us to kind of be more unique. Cool, we're going to do that. Melbourne City did the same thing in in uh, in Australia with um, the team they own down there that Tim Cahill is now playing on. Yeah. yeah. The, the uniforms they came out with this year are fantastic. They're sort of like Manchester City, but they're not. They're they're enough unique to the point that you know it's it, it gives them their own identity. And meanwhile, you know uh, Salzburg, New York, and Leipzig are all out there running around in the same stuff. Yeah. Other than the fact that Nike makes the European teams kits and they don't make ours. I I I do like I hated the Hypno kits when they came out mm-hmm. last year. The Aways for NYCFC. I, I still think they're awful. But I think they're much better now that they have orange shorts on them. Yeah. 
Yeah, but it, it depends on what team you play. That it, I, I don't think it's going to work with, with every combination. I think if they're still going to run out there with a... Whatever. The Hypto Kid is terrible. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to... Def- it's, it's slightly improved with orange shorts, but it, you know, it, why don't you do that in the first place? You know? yeah, yeah, that's true. I have to admit, I didn't hate their jersey last year. I think it had a similar... I don't know. It had a similar effect where it had the small things done well, where it looked professional, where ours didn't quite have it. It looked a little bit more raw. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, one thing I'll always say about NYCFC is that their their design is very good. They pay for it, and they get what they pay for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, other than that, I think finally Columbus has shifted away from. I mean, it was only one year, but one year Thank too many God. of that one shirt. <laughs> but um, oh, and I think the only reason they were able to get rid of it was because they have a new shirt sponsor. And I think that there's got to be a clause where MLS lets you, uh, if you get a new shirt sponsor, you can just kind of dump your whole thing. Yeah. Because I feel like they're like, hey, so we have uh, Acura now, which, hey, cool, Acura's in MLS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of all the brands we're going to get, I don't know. We start driving Axe. Uh, <laughs> you know. Isn't that a line in, in Biggie Small's Juicy? My mom drives an Acura uh, with Minx on her back. I don't know. Yeah. Peaches, you would know better than I. <laughs> we are recording yeah. in Brooklyn right now, so <laughs> we, yeah. the fact that we don't know this. Shame. But, um,. No, it's their uniforms are so much better. The only thing I don't like about Columbus is that on the home shirt they have this little checkerboard mm-hmm. pattern on the sides, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just a little too wide. It's just, yeah. it's just too wide. No, that, yeah, I, I, everyone's raving about this Columbus shirt. As soon as I saw, it, I was like, I don't know. It's, it's just, just a little, yeah, little just, too wide. It, it's, oh, it's like something's four, off. Yeah. It's four checkers wide. It should be two. Two would have been perfect, and mm-hmm. you still get the same effect. It's a little finish line. Yeah. Um, it looks too much like a taxi. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, listen, you're, you're you're the red and black team. What the hell are you supposed to be? You know, you're you're either a B or you're a taxi cab or you're yeah. uh, I don't know something else that I can't think of. True. Yeah. And right, the Acura so, logo, I feel like, makes it a little worse. Uh, like if the Barbasol logo was still on there, I think it would have looked better. But that, I, if something about that logo rubs me the wrong it's way. It's something about Acura. Let's yeah. just be honest. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's true. Yeah. Sorry to anyone who owns an Acura. <laughs> you know, um, it's no, like it's no, like no. it's like the it's like the Westchester County of cars. You know? <laughs> 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 That's a good one. It's gonna be the title of this episode. Um, so, got the new home kit this year. Getting a new away kit next year. What do you think it's gonna be, and what do you want it? What would you want it to be? Uh, well, Atlanta United has uh, red and black stripes now, so we're not yeah. gonna get that. Uh, I know that Adidas, their design process starts about two years out from when they actually release it. So, whatever next year's road kit is. They started making that last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was convinced that last year's uh, away kit would be red, being that the team had really gotten behind this whole red together thing. Yeah. That the little, uh, you know, the, the circular banner that the, all the kids wave at the center circle before games, they changed that to just red and white. Yeah. They they'd kind of removed blue from so many parts of the team's branding. Right. And then and then they come out with a blue and yellow shirt, and and I think that's a fact. You know, that, that's a result. Delayed. Yeah, that it, it's delayed. Salzburg wears, has a red kit. Uh, Leipzig has a red kit. Uh, I'm sure the Brazilian team probably has one if they still exist. And I'm sure the, Afri- the African team they had back in the day probably also had one yeah. just for the hell of it. Um, why a team with red in their name does not have a red uniform other than that first year in 2006? It's crazy. Uh, again, it's it's because we, you know, no one has ever told us, mm-hmm. we heard you and, and, and we have something for you. Um, I'll believe it when I see it. I'm sure it'll be another variation of of blue and yellow. Um, 
I don't know, uh, maybe with shoulder stripes, maybe with, you know, shoulder... Who the hell knows what, what it'll be. Yeah. It, but probably few people will be satisfied with it, if I had to guess. Lasers yeah. or no lasers? Oh, yellow lasers. Uh, well, the thing is, I don't know what... It, <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to figure out what it'll... At least what the template is going to be, because Adidas gives MLS a strict template, mm-hmm. and you have to work within it. And I can always tell what that template is going to be, because... Whenever the European season starts in the fall, you'll see what Adidas's kind of style is for the year. So, like, you know, uh, like last year it was all the side stripes. Right. And I remember seeing that for, like, the Euro 2016. Kids would be like, okay, that's what that's what we're going to have in MLS next year because, you know, you're seeing it. And then everything came in. That's what we had. So I'll get a better idea, I guess, in the fall when Adidas starts to release their 2017 lines or 2017-18 and then it'll be like, okay, it, maybe it's, it'll be one of these, because it'll be one of five or six templates that right. really, yeah. you, you can go to the Adidas kit maker uh, like website and get a general idea of what your team's probably going to look like. Mm-hmm. I will say they have continued the trend in the season ticket holder scarves of reducing it to red and white. The new scarf is just, and as I'm sure most of the people who are season ticket holders know by now, is just red and white. Now it says New York Red Bulls in all white, which makes me wonder why they didn't do this sooner. But, I mean, I was convinced last year that they weren't going to have a red away because I was thinking, oh, you know, like, the home has too much red, so the away, you know, it can't also be red because then we have no alternates. But then Toronto FC went out there and had, like, two red jerseys and totally blew that theory out of the water. Um, or, or they, you know, played us while they were wearing red. I guess when we played them first game of the season, they were wearing red and we were wearing white and red. So, so much for that theory. But I... Maybe I, I have heard Mark de Grand Prix say that the home's always going to be white no matter what. He said that at one town hall, so that seems to be a design dictum being held at, down from Austria. So maybe if you want to think a little bit on the conspiracy side, maybe we're reducing to all white for home to maybe allow a more red direction for away, but I'm not going to pin my hopes on it. Well, you also have to look at the instances where you're going to wear the change strip and kind of who... And there's only three other teams in the league that wear white on a regular basis. Yeah. Or, or, or wear something that forces the Red Bulls to change into a different color. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, uh, that you know if you're playing Chicago... If you're playing Chicago, I really wish... Even though they're cursed to bring back the white shorts, that it kind of just do the Real Madrid look. We were doing that for a while in maybe like 2010 through like 2012. And then we stopped doing it for... Mm-hmm. Some reason, uh, even though we tended to do all right, but um, you know, like, like L.A. wears you know wears all white, perfect, straight red kid. Vancouver wears you know white with blue trim, perfect, straight red kid. You know, um, Columbus or, or Chicago wears all red, cool, all white. Like we just get a, a thing of white shorts, or yeah. just go out, buy a pair of San Jose shorts, throw a Red Bulls logo on it, perfect, you can <laughs> go. You know, uh, Columbus wears uh, you know wears, wears yellow, white. Sometimes go fine, all red. Uh, like you, you don't have to worry about the the clash between it. Right. That's a good point. I will say, I thought the most recent and the new USMNT jersey I thought would not be a bad Red Bulls jersey if not for the fact that it's already the jersey for half of the world's national teams. And again, just that's Nike putting out a template. Everybody has to look like this. So transparent, though. Usually they're less transparent, or they've gotten more transparent every year for the last five years. But oh, it's incredible. Alexi Lalas is teasing that everybody is going to like whatever. Uh, he said everyone's going to remark on it. I don't uh, know if everyone's going to like it. So I don't know. I, I'm a firm believer that the that the Where's Waldo uniform should be the permanent uh, USA jersey. I think it's just it's perfect. 
a uh, few national teams wear hoops. Yeah. That that could really set us apart. But you know, but Nike wants to sell new uniforms every year, and I understand that you can only do so much with hoops. Look at Dallas. Uh, Dallas has gotten rid of two beautiful sets of hoops that they have. Yeah. Now now they wear neither, and it's it's my my second favorite MLS team is betraying me, much like my first <laughs> favorite MLS team is. Yeah, I was partial to the sash, but I I've grown to like the Waldo in retrospect now. I'm I'm a rocket pop guy. Man, uh, unforgivable. Well, w- w- what if we have a, a denim kit redux? What no, if that's what's no I'm shutting that down right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think to put a bow on it, um, we've got our second leg in, in Vancouver this week. How are you feeling about it? I'm going to be there. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I'm, uh, I was Originally, I wanted to go to Azteca for the U.S.-Mexico uh, game. Uh, but then events last fall made me think, you know what, being an American in Mexico City in June for this particular game might not be a really good idea, and my wife uh, strongly agreed. So I said, all right, I'll go out to the CCL game, because I knew that was going to happen, and then it just kind of turned into this whole family vacation on top of it. But I'm going to be there. Uh, I, you know... If it were not for the fact that they won there last year, I'd say I really don't see them getting a result. But whatever, I don't think Vancouver's that good. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't think we're that good either. Um, but I don't see any reason why they couldn't go out there and and at least get one goal. How many did they give up? You know, who the, who the hell can say? Uh, and if you know, if they have a game like they did last year where they just could not hit the side of a barn, um, and literally Vancouver had about nine or ten chances that just yeah. were 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 goals with a capital G. Thank Eric Hurtado. Yeah. So, uh, but but the, but they're ashamed. They, they just brought in uh, Breck Shea. He's going to be sad because he he can't bring all his guns to Canada. <laughs> and I, I don't know what kind of uh, you know attitude he's going to have when he goes out there. You never know how anyone's going to react on this turf. And I feel like they're just going to be looking at the start of the season and be like, you know what, like we got to go play in Atlanta in like three days and. Like, especially if it's like, okay, do we really, if, if they're down a goal, are we going to force extra time here? Because that's just going to create more problems for ourselves. Mm. So, you know, uh, I, I'm not saying that they're going to throw the game. I think they're competitors that, you know, they go out on the field, they're going to, you know, they're going to play to win the game, as Herm Edwards uh, play used to, to say. Win the game. But, uh, you know, listen, at the end of the day, you know, there's not enough in it for these guys financially or otherwise. As much as, as you know, us fans, we'd like an American team to win it. Uh, I, you know, I just, you know, I, I think they're just not that into this thing, uh, yeah. and and I don't blame them. Shit, man, we had what 3,200 people that came out to Harrison last week, and like, if, if you're looking up there, like, if you guys aren't really into it, like, I'm not really that into it. So yeah, if we could get what 9,000 against Antigua or Alianza in midseason, do you think we could have gotten that amount for the last week? I mean, that was crazy to me. I, I understand on one hand the team may be looking at it and say, look, we're never going to sell out this game anyway. Let's not, you know, uh, embarrass ourselves and, and put a lot of uh, resources into getting a paltry crowd anyway. But it seems to me that only selling half of the lower bowl was also just a recipe for failure. Crazy. I think it was mostly the opponent. I think if that's uh, if that's uh, America or Chivas, it's 25,000. Yeah. And there's about 10,000. Oh, if I'm lucky, there's 10,000 Red Bulls fans there. 5,000, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that it, you could play that game. Also, just I think, I think we could have played Barcelona full strength on a Wednesday in February in New Jersey and have a hard sell getting 25,000 people out there. Yeah. That just, I think, just the time. Even even though the weather was great, it just 
it is just not it's not an easy sell to get people to come out to to these games midweek as as I've you know uh, you know uh, as I've shown them many spreadsheets yeah but uh you know it's it's not easy and uh, even if there was all the reason in the world to go out there yeah you know they're they're just not that into us yeah mm-hmm. all right so I'm feeling this kind of toss up feeling as well but before you go. I think I think we're gonna force you to to have some sort of prediction. Do you think do we think we go through on the tie, overall? Yeah, what the hell? I say it, it ends two two and uh, we go away, we go through on away goals finally, nice. first time ever. Oh, wow. cool. Actually, no, we we went through on away goals against uh, against DC. So yeah, perfect. All right, Bill, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you guys. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Cool. again to Bill Reese for joining us. Fine. My friends, it's time for our preseason review. We did okay last season. It was yeah. it was our first ever episode. We did a lot of stuff at once. <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just funny that like a year later, I feel like my soccer knowledge is like the time watching soccer is pretty like MLS is like basically doubled. But like my confidence is still exactly oh, yeah. where it is a year yeah. ago. Picking in, in predictions impossible. Of, of, of the league. Yeah. At one point I just like eeny meeny miny mode my way. All right, so this is this is uh, this is how we're gonna do it, folks. We're we're delving further into, we're leaning further into our Eastern Conference bias. We're we're, <laughs> we're drilling down on the Eastern Conference. We're going through every single team for the Western Conference. That you know, that's west of the Mississippi. It's a foreign territory. Who knows what's going on? They live in the past uh, by three hours. So we're just gonna list who we think we're making the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's making the playoffs over there? But we're gonna spend actual time talking about the Eastern Conference. So, are we ready? We're gonna go. We're gonna go, starting with the expansion team, Atlanta, and then go up the standings and give our spiel's on them. You ready, guys? Yep. All right, Atlanta United FC, the uh, known around these parts mostly for kind of taking our look. Not that we were using it, so you know, can't be too mad, I guess. But they got the red and white, uh, the red and black stripes, and then kind of the Red Bull look for their aways. This is a team that's gotten a lot of hype. They've hired Tata Martino, formerly of Barcelona, and they've hired a lot of uh, Latin American uh, youth talent, which is like the sweet spot for the aspiring MLS aficionado who's, you know, not like all those other MLS fans. Well, MLS 3.0, right? Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of hype around this team, uh, yet, you know, nothing to base it on, really, and haven't played a real game in their existence. 
Where do you, what's admirable is the strategy to pick younger DPs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I think that's different and refreshing. And if 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 my club were doing that, uh, not to say they haven't recently, but uh, if if that was kind of the strategy they took right off the bat, I would be really excited about that. And they picked up Tata Martino, which is yeah, crazy. Great, yeah. great, great coaching decision. Great, uh, you know, group of players that I just I, I mean they just it's unfortunate they don't have enough time to really play with each other to develop yeah. enough chemistry uh, but i don't know we'll see uh they had a couple decent games in the preseason they got beat pretty badly by chicago 4-1 last week uh it's so it kind of it, it but i mean we'll uh, get to chicago you know it, it's uh you got to take preseason games with a grain of salt obviously because they only mean so much but yeah. you know uh, there's certainly reason to be excited but only to a point all right I yeah I mean I refuse to hype a team too much that has never played a game in my mm-hmm. view expansion teams gotta earn their their respect one way or the other except I'm being a bit doctrinaire here but really Seattle Sounders is the only team to uh, ever make the playoffs Chicago okay that that does not count Chicago was an expansion team in 1997 when the entire league was formed in 1996 it's not really an expansion team in my eyes I'm, but technically I'm yeah just, technically yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so do you have these guys in the playoffs or not? No. No? No, but barely not. Okay. I don't have them either. I don't think, I think they'll wither away. So at the end, we're going to recap our entire playoff yeah. list. But mm-hmm. just for this this hit list, we're, we're going to go with that question. All right. Now to the actually existing teams um, as of last year. Hey, they exist now. Okay. Yeah. We, we, uh, we have number 10, uh, the one and only Chicago Fire. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, employers of the one only Dax McCarty. Peaches, you wanna you wanna you wanna start start us off here because I think you've got some takes on Chicago. I, I mean, I think Chicago are gonna be fantastic this season. Fantastic. Uh, I think be not go- not better than not, you got. Now you gotta keep going. You, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I think they're gonna be, I think they're gonna be honestly a good team this season. I mean, I think they picked up Juninho, um, which they didn't even expect to do. They got Dax. They have. Wait, they didn't expect to do it. So it wasn't in their grand plans. Like it was to pick up Dax. Like it just happened to be an opportunity, and they they came across it, and they were like, oh, let's sign Juninho then. Um, I think they have a lot of um, quality up top with DeLeo and uh, Akam. Um, I, 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 I can't see them not being um, a good team this season. I think they filled all the pieces they need to fill, and I think that they have good chemistry, and I think that this is part of the rebuild. I am, I'm an Akam fan. I believe in Akam. No, I think I agree. Largely because he slices us to pieces every time. <laughs> him, him and Igbon and Ike, even though he's not with them anymore, just do us nightmares. Um, and I do believe, I mean, who would I... Be to disagree or not believe the reports, but I do believe the reports that uh, you know people ask for him every year and yeah. they decide to keep with him. So. And I think that um, obviously take preseason with a grain of salt, but I think they murdered people in preseason. Yeah. I think they have the like attacking strength that they get, and I think their defensive shape is going to be a little bit better with Dax and uh, Juninho. Yeah, Juninho is a good player. So I guess the questions that still remain for me are defense. Uh, yeah. What's that back line look like? And what's the keeper situation uh, now that uh, Sean Johnson is at NYCFC? So, I mean, those are just the two big issues. Uh, you know, they could score a bunch of goals. They could have an attack. They could have a stable midfield. But if they have no back line, then, then, then you know, how excited can, can one get? Well, I'm in the camp that the keeper is less influential than a lot of people think well, it is. Well, okay, I think, I think that 
you can make the playoffs with a slightly below replacement keeper. Josh you, Saunders. You won't. Yeah, <laughs> but you won't finish high in the table, and you won't win the cup with a bad one. Well, with with you probably can win the. You know, we Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl, so like you probably can win yeah. it with a bad keeper, but you're not going to finish top of the table with a bad no, one. No. So I right. think they can make it without a great keeper. But issues certainly persist. Right. Yeah. Giannino and Dax is a good midfield pairing, but those are guys. Those are two holding guys. Who's going to move the ball up the pitch? I don't know who their number 10 is. I think I mean, Galeo is playing kind of as a false nine, too. So it's just, Okay, you know. we'll see. Playoffs or no? Barely. Yes. All right, yeah, I've got them in my number six. This is like last year we called Philly was going to was gonna make it. And it was looking really good, and they only squeezed through. It might be a similar <laughs> thing. I had too much faith in Philly last year. All right, number nine, Columbus Crew SC, the darlings of last year's preseason. Uh, except for me. Except for you. I know. I can't remember. I said, I, did I say they're going to win the cup? I don't know. I thought they were going <laughs> to win something. Everyone, uh, like Jason Davis, ran a like marathon show where he like had ten guests on and asked for predictions, and I think like eight of them picked Columbus Crew SC for something, uh, and then they were just terrible. They finished ninth. It's just it's like the difference between last year and the year before is just it's like unreal. Yeah, yeah. like it was just it just is a meltdown. Well, like I'm there was a point where they were like like Chicago actually had a chance of not being last in the East, and yeah. like that people got kind of excited about yeah. that because Columbus was a Disaster. They had super MLS Cup hangover. Well, yeah. Columbus was our was our slow start buddies for a while, and yep. it made us kind of feel better for a little bit because we're like, oh yeah, it happens to everyone, right? But then they just never got better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they ditched Kai Kamara for, and then now they have Ola Kamara, um, who who I think will continue to play a role for them. Uh, Pipo or Pipa, excuse me, Pipa Yigain is going to be one year older, but he's still Yigain. But he's not injured, <laughs> right? Um, someone. So, so I think one of the big issues last year uh, for them was their defense, and Parkhurst was trash just for some reason. Now with Atlanta, just United. couldn't get it together, and they got rid of him, and they signed a DP African center back. Yeah. Uh, and I forgot his name, but there's a lot of excitement around him. Right. Uh, inexcusable. And, and and that's a really smart move, and I think that that's they kind of really solved one of their major issues. Uh, in a very direct way, very early on in the preseason. And Harrison um, Awful is still one of the best fullbacks in the league. Hey, he's great. Uh, not awful. Yeah. You can only make that joke sometimes. Being a crew fan must suck because of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, for you I mean you, you live in Columbus. Yeah. Uh, you, also, it's true. just not a lot going for you in general. Mm. Uh, Frankie Hayduk's the best thing you have. But but I guess my my point is that they they kind of really fixed their one big weakness. I think they're gonna have a much better season this year. Definitely not as good as 2015. Uh, uh, somewhere in between though. Yeah, I don't think they make MLS Cup again. But playoffs? Yeah, I have them in sixth. I have them in the playoffs as well. I do not have them in the playoffs. I'm a hater. I don't know. Everyone last year kept on saying they would snap out of this funk, yet then they never did. They were consistently horrible the entire year. So I'm skeptical. I mean, what you say about defense is interesting, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm skeptical that they're going to create goals reliably enough um, to be like a great team again. And yeah. is Tony Trani going to have a good season? I don't know. They won the preseason tournament, didn't they? Uh, that was Houston. Anyway. Uh, moving up the standings, I believe we have uh, Orlando. Me, Orlando City SC. Uh, Jason Christ at the helm. He took over halfway through last season. Kaka is still around, or as Ramsey Sandoval would say, Kaka. Excuse the clip. That's how he would say it. Um, this is a team that traded one of their ostensible DPs in the off season. He wasn't really performing a like a DP though. Oh. You um, mean? Yeah, he went to uh, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, 
this has been a bit of an enigma for me. This is a team that's kind of hovered around or hovered around the the seven eight zone for two seasons in a row now. Um, I don't know. What do you guys feel about Jason Kreiss's Orlando City SC playing in their brand new stadium for this year? Stadium looks great. That's good for them. Uh, unfortunately, they're not going to win too many games in it. Uh, I don't think they're going to play very well. Uh, I have no reason to, to lead to me to believe that they'll, they'll, have a good, they'll have a good season this year. Yeah, I don't even think that Giles Barnes is an upgrade over Breck Shea. They did just trade for him. Well, I mean, Giles Barnes is a ambiguous forward slash mid attacking midfielder. Yeah. Or they had Breck Shea as a left as back. A f- yeah, fullback. Yeah. Fullback. Well, he, he should be a winger when he's yeah. at Vancouver. So, so we'll see. I mean... Charles Barnes has been was been good, but in a typical Houston fashion, he was just used in a very confusing way. But yeah. is he the type of player that's going to lift an eighth place team into the top six? I don't know. He could work with Kaká. Also, maybe. Orlando were surprisingly close even last season, though. They they would do that, they, but then they would totally just exactly totally fall yeah apart. yeah uh, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if they were even. This Honestly, is a season that may make or break Jason Grace's reputation as a coach. I think MLS, this is really. also a season that will make or break Orlando's uh, reputation as a team in MLS. Eh, I mean, it's the third season. I don't know about that. I mean, I think they're just going to have a reputation of always coming in seventh or eighth. Yeah. All right, playoffs are yes or no? No. And they're going to come in seventh. I say no. <laughs> All right, yes. moving on up the list, we have the New England Revolution. Uh, <laughs> most, mostly stability at this team. Yeah. We still got a core of... Uh, Diego Fugundes, Juan Agudelo, Kai Kamara, Kellen Rowe is still there, yeah? Yeah, um, so is uh, Bunbury. Bun, uh, wait, no. Just he? the most awful New England Did Bunbury names. get traded? I don't know. Um, but then Lee, Lee Wynn, of course, yeah. uh, significant among them. Cody Cropper, it seems, is going to be their starting goalkeeper. This is another team that is kind of floated out there as a dark horse, kind of. It was at the, at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Again, you... nothing excites me about this team. They traded Chuttleworth away, though. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't even excite me. It's just like... Well, we'll have to see that haircut one last time. Or yeah. we won't see that haircut That's one last time. Fortunate. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, they have decent attacking players. They, they they did last year as well, but they just looked flat and they didn't just couldn't really pick anything up from. Also, from, from while they role. have decent attacking players, I don't think they have anyone phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, Kai Kamara was has seen better days. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Juan Nagadello is the way forward, but it doesn't seem like he's going to be like a striker. You know? Well, yeah, apparently Lee, Lee Wynn's going to be a second striker, and Agudelo is going to be more of the tip of a diamond role. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm a big I'm a big fan of Fagundes. I I think the kid is still only like 16 and a half years old. It's crazy. He's 24. <laughs> I know, but he's like he's been he's low key been in the year league for like for eight like, years yeah. now. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm a believer in him. Uh, or like I I think that they have a solid core, but I I don't well, think they, they're gonna have the ability to break down teams. Well, well, the the DP they signed last year was kind of like gonna be like a new signing because he was injured the entire time last year, right? Yeah. So. Some some questions linger. But All I, right, playoffs or no? No faith. They no. come in dead last. Dead last? Wow. I don't have them dead last, but I don't have them making the playoffs. All right. Well, in the East, not overall. But. I do not have them uh, making the playoffs either. Next up the list, Philly. we have the Philadelphia Union. Finished in sixth place. They're looking pretty good all season. But they don't have Tranquilo Barnetta. And then they fell apart terribly. They lost so. Noguera. Um, and just kind of there's a death spiral and... It was one of those overwhelming narratives that you were tempted to be a contrarian about, but then no, they just were terrible. They lost to Toronto immediately. 
But they I made was, the playoffs. I, I was one of those people that got tempted, was tempted, fell into temptation of the, the contrarian narrative. Yeah. And, and did that. That was a terrible mistake. But here's the thing about the that playoff. They did eventually lose to the team that made MLS Cup final. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can play that game forever. Like, whatever. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So they've lost Barnetta. They have lost Noguera. Mm-hmm. They signed Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about this team? Josh Yarrow is still hurt. But they have uh, Gucci as a backup. Oh, Gucci on Yewu, who's apparently... One, he apparently is still playing. <laughs> Two, apparently he's healthy. And yeah. three, apparently he's earned the starting center-back spot, spot for the well, Philadelphia Union. Yarrow is injured, so... Yeah, but that should be a red flag. Like, I love Gucci. And the way that he, like, stared down Rafa Marquez is always an iconic image. <laughs> but, my man, starting center back in MLS in 2017? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I, I don't know. I, I have a weird... I think he has something to prove. Um, I think Philly are going to be unexpectedly good. I think that last year was their year to be unexpectedly good. There was yeah. a hype, hype around new uh, 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 GM. Uh, um, Ernie Stewart. Yep, and uh, and made a lot of great moves behind the scenes, very much like an Ali Curtis type figure who was really like really into. He's really like, only had half a season though. What? So he's yeah. really only had half a season. Yeah, I mean, and and there's a lot of hype about like uh, you know, money trying to moneyball his way into to MLS and 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 you know, I I don't know, I I don't really see any sort of, mm. I don't see the same promise that they even had last year. Uh, and even then, they kind of just barely scrape by. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. I feel like Ernie Stewart's getting his chance to build the team now. Um, yeah, I think this is a trust-the-process situation yeah. in Philadelphia. Oh, um, God. So, uh, <laughs> How many I think processes that, do, do, do Philly fans have to trust? <laughs> too many. Um, but also not enough. Uh, I think that Andre Blake cannot save this team, and I think Chris Pontius will score. Like Andre I'd, Blake is overrated. Okay, whatever, but uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I think that Chris Pontius will score a lot of goals, but it will be the kind of scenario where he's the only guy scoring goals on a bad team, and I think they're still going to be bad. I don't know. I feel like uh, Bedoya is going to have um, like be into oh, the system Oh, yeah, now. Bedoya. Mm, no, I'm cold on that. All right, time's run out for Philadelphia, though. No, uh, we have to go to Montreal. Montreal Impact. Wait, no, we My have to see if make the playoffs. No playoffs. Oh, yeah, sorry. Play- I, playoffs? Yes. No. No. Um. Montreal Impact, my favorite away trip so far, mm-hmm. even despite the results of the game. I know nope. you guys hate the game. I know you hate the game, but it was hate a lovely game, trip. Hate the game, hate the stadium. Uh, uh, I hate the player, too. They, they, yeah. To be honest. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Montreal Impact, new home of Chris Duvall, um, RIP Chris. Um, and Ambrose Yongo. Yeah, both Ambrose Yongo. Cam- uh, AFCON winner. Yeah, Ambrose champion Ambrose Yongo. Yeah. Put some respect. Um, Didier Drogba is done, right? That's yeah. done. But for better. That's run, yeah. yeah. I think that was uh, a consensus, really. Yeah. Um, you got Nacho Piatti. Goat Nacho Piatti. I, you know, I, get, I wonder if it's awkward that Duval's in the same locker room as Piatti because Piatti has, like, bodied Duval into the nether realm, like, yeah. four times. There's, like, that one play just, like, threw him yeah. into the corner. Piatti's an, it's a dad strength that Piatti's got. <laughs> yeah. That well, Argentine dad strength. The whole the whole speculation this, this offseason was whether or not he could go back to South America. Yeah. Uh, Argentina, right? And that was yeah. the whole thing. And for him to stay, I think, is a really good sign for the club. Yeah. Uh, and to add... You know, Chris. We we obviously think very. We as in me and you, you guys too. Think I'm not very, quite as high on him. Think very highly of Chris Duval uh, because he's still younger. Uh, I and, think and very. Uh, yeah. Certainly. About Chris Duval. Yeah, he's certainly <laughs> like uh, he's like a good figure to have on a back line. Word on the street that he's he's considered a backup right now. 
Well, wow. good. Still, still. That's a good sign for them, though. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And, and I think their backline was strong. Their backline is what kept them in every single playoff game uh, this past, or Simon, you know, yeah. until they Simon. were booted by um, uh, uh, Toronto. But, but I mean, against like uh, DC and against uh, against us, they just they yeah. their their backline was really solid. And if they can replicate that, uh, you know, very little stopping them. Yeah. All right. So playoffs, are yes or no? No. Yes. Yeah, and in in the language of Morningside Heights' best eatery, they're going to be an absolutely fine team. See, that's the thing. I think they're going to be fine, but I think they're just going to be lacking this season. I I think they still make playoffs. I think something just doesn't happen. All right, number four, DC United. Boo. Just op- ground, just uh, broke ground on their new stadium at mm-hmm. Buzzard Point today, which I will pa- <laughs> I will pause and point out that man, another another instance of of uh, these people just delivering the uh, the goods once again because somebody tweeted a photo, of, a video. Uh, of, oh, excuse me, I didn't realize this video of DC fans dumping out like entire case of Red Bull like on the ground of spitting the future stadium. Out. Oh, spitting it out. Askadarian Day, they, I think they call it. As uh, <laughs> as uh, I, I remarked on Twitter, it, this the funniest thing about being an RBNY fan is that your your most hated rivals fans just they they do the exact same thing that like stupid reactionaries and conservatives on Twitter do all the time, where like they go and like buy a you know like when that Starbucks thing was a thing, they like go buy Starbucks or like and ask to put Trump's <laughs> name on it or something. These be like, how many cases of Red Bull have DC <laughs> fans and like even a DC player and then like NYCFC fans bought and like defaced, thinking that we would care? It's just <laughs> hilarious. I mean, it's like the 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 darker side of like trying to think that there's ethical consumption or like trying to like destroy a can of red bull like hey, my hey, friend no, we you're... know that we know that red bull's dumb like trust me like we we probably hate red bull more than you do but and despite the rebrand which i think was i guess kind of successful they still kind of look a little fascist dc yeah 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 but good on you dc fans all right dc united the team uh this is a team that kind of still is is what i like to think of as a uh like a collection of kind of like what a underrated or like mid-range MLS All-Star team might yeah, look like. It's yeah. like a bunch of guys in that mid-salary range. You got Lloyd Sam, RIP. You got mm. uh, Kennedy Ibonanike. Is he still there? I think so, yeah. Wow. Uh, you got Lamar Nagel. Yeah. You got uh, De Leon is probably worse than that. But um, Bobby Boswell. Bobby Boswell. Yeah, kind of like that mid-range, like medium-budget team. Sean Franklin. Sean Franklin. That's that's kind of like look respectable, but just, nothing spectacular. They but. they kind of got into good form at the right time, and yeah. that kind of they you know sprung them into the playoffs, and then from there they just they, they had nothing. It was very weird. But but I think uh, the one issue I have with this team is that they have a lot of the same players that uh, even last year were all a bit too old. Uh, yeah. And you're just kind of running into this issue where they're just that much older and they're going to be that much flatter. The I, fact that I, they're the, relying on Lloyd Sam as a starter, uh, I mean, we all love Lloyd. Uh, we basically are best friends with him. We saw him that one time <laughs> at Art Bar. Um, but uh, Alleged, ba- uh, yeah, basically, no, it was, basically it basically definitely happened. Friends. Definitely happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fact that they're relying on him, I think, is telling. I mean, so, Patrick yeah. Mullins is, a, is he had a really good yeah, end another of the season. good example of the kind of player I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and, and he had a really good end of the season. Uh, and I think that you know if that form carries over. 
they're capable of winning games. I just don't like think the that Island they're that of Lost good. Toys. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, though. I think they don't pass the eye test because Benny Ball is the way Benny Ball is, right? That they just play this kind of really ugly, kind of really direct, like not direct, but like you know, forceful way of playing soccer. I think they're a better team than you might think they are. I thought. I no, think they're consistent. I, the thing is, I think that that argument totally worked last year. Yeah. I don't think it works this year. I just don't see. It. I mean, it just there's no reason to believe they're going to be any better than they were last year. And, I, they, and they kind of barely got into the playoffs. See, see what no, I don't no, know what you're talking about. They were, they were hot and they got yeah. like they streaked into the fourth seed. But like they still 47 points. But, yeah, well, yeah, but, but I th- just still very unimpressive. I think what's going to happen this year is similar to what happened when Giovinco first signed with uh, Toronto. That Lucho Acosta single-handedly is just going to bring them into the playoffs. I think they'll be they'll, they'll be fine. I think they'll make the playoffs again. Yeah. What about you? Same fourth seed. I think they're going to be fourth seed again. PJ, Sam. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't think so. All right. So we got third seed, which is Toronto FC. Uh, of course, went to MLS Cup, lost at home. Uh, they are still have Giovinco, of course, Josie Altador, mm-hmm. and Michael Bradley, um, all of whom. And they signed someone new, right? Are midfielder, yeah. yeah. All Attacking of whom midfielder. are in uh, good form from TFC, if mm-hmm. not for their national teams. Um, this is a you know respectable team. What do you, what do you think about Toronto FC? I have good feelings about them. Yeah, I have very little reason to believe they won't finish top of the East. Yeah, uh, it just Same. they're just really strong yep. and. They only got stronger. Um, I had their doubts. I had doubts about them. Like I was a huge Toronto, a huge TFC hater. Yeah. Like like in the playoffs the whole time, just not convinced. And they kind of proved me wrong, especially with the the series against NYCFC. They just NYCFC. They just crushed them. Seven seven goal aggregate. I think that was. I think that series and that was huge. That really history. that convinced me that they were capable of you know. After of, that series, they seemed like a winning team and a winning organization. Yeah. Yep. Whereas before they were like us. Ugh. <laughs> but like before, you know, they're like a yeah. little cursed, wo- a cursed woe is me. Yeah. And after that, it's like, wow, these guys, these guys get the business done. They had that new second deck of their stadium, mm-hmm. and it's just like this is this is an organization. So yeah, I've I expect good things from them as well. I have them top of the East, as do I. Same. All right. Well, there we go. <laughs> Consensus. Number two seed, New York City FC. Uh, I mean, what else can I say about these these motherfuckers, right? <laughs> um, actually, I mean, like all, all shit aside. Uh, I think this is one of the more fascinating question marks yeah. on, on in the whole league. They've lost Frank Lampard, um, David Villa, and Andrea Pirlo are year older, but then also a lot, a lot of important departures down the roster as well. Iriola mm-hmm. uh, um, is gone. He's retired. Yep. Um, I think they've lost Jefferson Mena as well, who I think maybe was not playing so wasn't, much. No, he wasn't. Really, no. by the end. Um, Mikey Lopez is. He I, I don't know, but really that Iriola replacement is what's vexing me the most. And they're gonna have a different shape of a midfield. They've signed this guy Maxi Morales from uh, Club León in he's Mexico. Be like a number ten though. Right, he's been compared to a uh, Giovinco type, mostly because he's he short. speaks a romance language and is short. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, that's enough about me complaining about. The depiction of Latin men and soccer, but oh, pardon me. Uh, but Sean, um, Sean Johnson's an upgrade from uh, yeah. from Josh Saunders. I mean that you That's know. True. I don't think many people from uh, from Chicago were really fond of Sean Johnson's playing style. I think he was really passionate amongst the fans yeah. uh, and kind of beloved amongst the fans, but it's just his quality wasn't really there. Uh, but that said, still better than Josh Saunders. But does he fit into their system? 
I mean, the question. Does, yeah. did Josh Saunders fit into this? No, system? he didn't. But does he so, fit anybody? So right. Yeah. So I, you're right. Exactly. I mean, that's a good question. Yeah. So. Um, the guy that they've signed. I mean, I guess they have a youth player who's potentially a defensive or holding midfielder. But really, it sounds like this Alexander Ring guy is going to be there. No, he's going to be a backup. Mm, I don't know. That's not what I'm. That's not what I've read. Uh, but he's a guy who is a, I guess, Finnish player who couldn't hold the spot on a Bundesliga 2 team, yeah. which, like, hey, we signed BWP from nowhere and turned him into a world, or not, sure. like, an MLS great. It could happen, but, like, don't bet on it, right? I'm really I'm really skeptical of their midfield shape. You're talking about Sands, though, with the 16-year-old? Yeah, the Sands yeah. is the youth player. Ring is this, uh, this guy coming from the second Bundesliga. Um, I'm highly skeptical of that. Um, Lampard was, to our great frustration, this weird dynamic player for them who very would score influential. Off of, yeah, I think yeah. he's very. Uh, I think we're overlooking how important he was to the other season last year. Yeah, I think people figured out Harrison, um, and you know McNamara. I think will will kind of come. Will still be as as decent as he was before. Right. The question is how much he takes advantage of space for people trying to cover Harrison. Um, but I just don't think that McNamara is a type of unicorn that, say, like Kristaps Porzingis is for the Knicks. Like, everyone's treating him like a god, but I don't think he's that good. It's just because he looks anybody is really, like an idiot. No, he just looks dumb. The only people that are really treating that way are City fans. It's well, that's like, what I mean. It's not just like a league consensus. I, like, I don't know. I mean, I think they have the same... They have similar issues to to what we have. I mean, yeah. people would look at us and say, "All right, what's what's the, what's the deal with your back line? Who is your right back? Yeah. Who, and and R J Allen is trash. So Chano. Mm. Well, uh, I think R J Allen's definitely starting for them though. Like people oh, very will. much like him on the city side. Right. So. so he's just, but he's garbage. He's terrible. He's, like, he's not just, good he's, enough. He's so bad. And he's, yeah. he just he gets, he gets beat. I think it's telling. Just, that, it's yeah. just not great. And they and they lost a center back. They haven't figured out how to how to replace. Uh, they signed some guy. Right. But but there's there's still Wait, do they still have Briant? But there's still yeah. uh, Briant Chanel. My point uh. is that there's 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 certain this degree of uncertainty that we also have with our back line and us knowing our team that much better, you know, leads us to believe that Aaron Long can really be that answer. Yeah. Or Gideon Bach can come back and be healthy. Yeah. Uh, but there's, there's still question marks there, and there's also question marks at City. I mean, those are the really the two big ones for me for them. And Sean Johnson being a, a being asked to direct and organize that defense, I think will be an unknown factor That's as well. True. I think That's it's true. telling that their big hope and big hype right now is Ronald Maturita, who is world famous for getting murked by 5'9", <laughs> Dax McCarty twice in one afternoon. Um, but, uh, I mean, if your bright spot is a left back, I mean, look, we love Taxi, we love Oyango, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think there's reason to be pessimistic about these guys. I wouldn't feel great if I were, I were there. They're still trying to build from the back on a tiny field, yeah. too. Is yeah, another thing. I know. It's, it's a mess. It's and and Vieira is as stubborn as Pepe. Right. And given the amount of hype that people were talking about, this Morales guy, you know, he could be very good. It turns out he's actually 29. Yeah. You know, when people are talk- describing him as another Giovinco-type signing, he's, he's not as... He's not, I think he's 20... No, he's 29. No, saying it makes you think that he's oh, 25. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you're right. Like, well, Giovinco is a surprising goal, too. He's still 26 or something, though. No, he's, he's like still... 29 now. Oh, okay. Well, when he came, though, I don't right. know. He's a little it's bit like more mileage. Yeah. But Morales is on a bit of a journeyman, end of a journeyman thing right now. Yeah. So, um, question And Javinko was a Juventus. Right. Like, Look, but... I mean, we... Hey, their problem is not scoring goals, though, but I don't, I've seen nothing to suggest that. I don't, I don't think they have the, the, the firepower. I, I think Frank Lampard scored a lot of their goals low-key. I think he only scored, he scored maybe like, he's like, he's like the, the Grella equivalent. 
of goal scorers on their team yeah. for us. That's what yeah, he was. True, and true. that's just fine. Like, we didn't need him. But uh, I don't think they have a replacement in in doing, like, those late runs. I think they, they don't score a lot of those fluke goals. Well, uh, you have an attack-minded midfielder that's supposedly going to bring a different element to their game. Yeah. And look, I think that, you know, it's very easy to hate them. And we are really good at it. Uh, yeah. We're really good at making fun of them. But they did finish second in the East last year, so you have to give them some some credit. Yeah. Sure. Mm. Yeah. You don't I think, want to. I, I, I don't think, want to. I think they're going to be worse. Um, I, I think they're still going to make playoffs because they've got enough space to fall. See, I don't just because I think the East is substantially better this year. That's a fair take. Yeah. So, All right, so yes from Sam and I, no from Peaches. All right, that leads us to number one, first place in the Eastern Conference in 2016, <laughs> the New York Red Bulls. What can we say about this team? I think we might do that thing this year where what we said last year, like we're not going to win Supporters Shield, we're not going to come in first, but we come in a little later. Uh, that's and exactly no, what we did last year, though. We still came in first. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I guess you're right. We did come in first in the Eastern <laughs> Conference, but like we did have like the the whole dynamic, and I I patted myself on the back very very heartily last December, where like I thought we didn't have the bite to close out games, to win the Shield, but we were saving it up for the Cup. Nope. <laughs> like, that's exactly like, what happened, if you listen to the guys talking about it and, the, it, and then we just actually just didn't win the playoffs. I so. think we do that this year. I, I don't think we, so we don't have, we're not we're not far enough apart where we have a, a chip on our shoulder or anything. You know, we're not like there's there are glaring issues that we have, but it's not like we've been discounted. Uh, if anything, it seems like we're kind of stumbling into the beginning of the season, very similar to last year. Uh, it makes me nervous for the start. Um, I don't see us, you know, in a one in seven scenario or one in yeah. six scenario, right. but but I don't see us having you know this right I, out of the gate start. You know, well, here's the thing that I see is that BWP has already scored in the competitive game. I think that gives them confidence way more than we started off with last year, and I think that's going to be crucial for our attack at least. I'm still worried about his role in this shape. Though. I agree. Um, and and I, that goal is not a that, that it was really a lot of luck. But the thing is, if you're a striker, if you score, you're confident. That's true. That's true. It doesn't matter how you score them if you score them. I'm worried how much he's going to be receiving the ball. While while moving at the top of the box, because that's a position we haven't seen him in a lot. I said this last week about when commenting on that friendly, but I think that's unnatural for him. And then seeing him like eventually when he scored, he was bunched up with Gonzalo um, in yeah. a kind of unusual yeah. way. That being said, there were still several instances where he and Gonzalo were streaking in together, where the ball just didn't quite make it to him, mm-hmm. and it very well could have. Yeah. So. I really hope to God that we're not in a scenario where, uh, you know, thinking back to what Bill was saying in our interview, where we're looking and saying, hmm, BWP is the odd man out in this 4-2-2-2, and pull the trigger, because, like, guys, there are only so many club legends you can do well, this to. Well, but the thing is, we're also getting another attacking player, at least. You think so? Well, no, I, I, it's pretty much confirmed. I mean, if you listen to the Extra Time Radio uh, interview that Jesse did, we're definitely signing, I think, another piece, and he said an impact player. So I think yeah. we're getting that Salzburg guy. Who's that? Uh, uh, apparently, we're we're rumored to get some like mm. Scandinavian Salzburg guys. So that was a good interview uh, on Extra Time Radio. I was kind of chirping a little bit on Twitter we'll to see. Weeby about it. I mean, it, you can you can kind of. I don't know. You can play that game all you want. I, uh, un, there's still still un, un, 
you know, someone's out. Yeah, I think Aaron Long. But I don't think that the issues really are with the attack as much as they are with the defense. No, we I have think. our, you know, reservations about how the 4-2-2-2 will be implemented, but I think the bigger issue, obviously, is the back line. Yeah. All right, so let's segue to the, the special questions they've lined up for the Red Bulls, which uh, we're going to start with the simple over-under. We've picked 53 points mm-hmm. is our over-under. If you recall... Um, the the usual benchmark for the last couple seasons for the top two seed in the 50. first round by oh. it has been 50. about 54. Four, yeah. So this is 53, 54. So this is about or, or, you know that area. Um, do you think the New York Red Bulls would be over or under 53 points in the 2017 season? Oh, over by like a point. I think we can get 53. Is that an option? No. You go even? over under. No, no. I think. No, I mean that's what I think though. I think we're gonna end up in third. Yeah, but we want over and under. Pick one. Yeah, over and under. <sighs> Pick one. 53.5. No, 52.5. Barely under. Okay, no, I'm, I was resetting the line. Okay. okay. All right, yeah. so barely under. All right, uh, I'm going to go under. Um, I think we're going to take a second to figure out this shape. I'm really worried about uh, transition. Vancouver did not punish us in the transition phase. Uh, but I think other teams will. But here's the thing, though. I feel like they have the players to do that, and the fact that they didn't do that gives me a little bit more confidence. I think they're a very mediocre team. Okay, but they have speedy wingers. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's all. That's pretty much all they have. Yeah, (laughs) I was. Yeah, I mean, Jesse's gone on record saying he he hopes to be more compact in the middle and stop people from, uh, you know, running it up the gut against us, which is remarkable to me because that's not really what I thought our problem was last year. So much, well, I think but. if we clog up the midfield, it'll be hard for them to... Yeah. You know, I just worry about scenarios where Sasha might be making a risky pass in the final third, and he's kind of drifted in as more of an attacker, and maybe, you know, Royer and Gonzalo hasn't rotated back yet, and then uh, Davis and Felipe are bunched tight together, maybe on one side of the and field. And their wingbacks are way far up, too. Well, the wingbacks... Jesse said that the wingbacks actually have a little bit less responsibility defensively, or... or uh, on the offensive press this year, um, but even if both of them are there, and we have, I think there's still an incredible amount of space that can be punctured by just one or two guys mm. that I'm worried about. Um, and then, but I, I there's there's only a handful of teams who have those kinds of players. That's true. I don't know. I mean, I have faith in the recovery of a bunch of players, notably Davis and Royer, and they have great recovery. Okay. So so Verón looks better defensively too this season. So. Yeah. Okay, so uh, who do you think uh, is our leading goal scorer and with how many goals? Ooh, Verone. Verone, really? I think he's going to get like 13. This is a unique brand of Verone apologism, or rather advocacy. How many as goals? most of his advocates will run a line of uh, he doesn't really get stats, but he's an effective player. True, but I, line. but I think he's going to get one. <laughs> I think he's going to like score off his face. Um, a surprising amount and that kind of thing, especially with this new partnership up top. Um, so I think he's going to get like 13 maybe, and that'll be our top scoring. Okay. Which means Bradley's production is going to go down, but I think he's going to get a lot more assists. Yeah. I mean, Bradley's production I think will go down, but I think he'll still be the top goal scorer on the team. Yeah. I think he'll still be at maybe 17. Well, here's the thing. 16, I think Bradley... 17. But I think that what's going to happen is there's going to be more of a distribution of goals. You're going to see players like Sasha scoring a little bit more. Yeah. You're, you're not going to see him being the Royer. guy. The, the sing, yeah, and you're not, you're not going to be seeing Sasha as a single assist, you know, the single playmaker. I think and, you're going to see Royer with like a similar goal haul to Sam in 2015. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think um, Jesse's... 
actually going to maybe rotate the squad a bit more, which is why I'm saying that too. I think Bradley's going to sit on the bench a few more games this season. Then. Yeah. I, I've got maybe. Bradley with 14 goals. Basically agree. Yeah. He's still going to be lead scorer, but his that we're going to spread around more. Um, all right. So who do you have as a breakout player this year? As, as someone who either exceeds your expectations or you find to be notably important to the success of this season. I think Aaron Long might have a Miazga-like Whoa. season. Miazga-esque. Miazga-esque, yeah. Wow. Not I, not quite as like getting signed by Chelsea because he doesn't have Miaz-tastic. that hype or the age, but I think that he's going to break out in MLS as like one of the perhaps best center backs. For a player that we signed on the day of the game we had to play him in. Mm-hmm. Right, that's yeah. my hot take. I mean, right, we okay. have to have some hot takes. That's right? fair. I just don't think he's just has no nowhere near as much raw talent as yeah. as Miazga or height. It's yeah, right. So there's just I don't know the mis- the discrepancy there is too big for me. But um, I don't know. I think that the you know it'd be very easy to say Sean Davis because he's really the guy that this whole system like you know he's the direct replacement in a lot of ways. Yeah. Although obviously different, which we have already discussed. But if you're gonna say Sean Davis, I'd I'd say Tyler Adams over that. Let well, that's the next question. Let yeah. the man finish. Yeah. Okay. Jesus. Sorry. Mm. You know, I think it's actually. I honestly, I think that uh, Felipe is gonna be a type of guy that needs mm-hmm. to have a much bigger season. Okay. Uh, because uh, you know, for the same reasons. I think that it, for me, it could go either way. It's gonna be one of those uh, central defensive midfielders. Uh, I think Felipe would need to step up in some way. Uh, to take up even more of a leadership role. I think he did a decent job of that last year, but he's still he's at a point where he's still young enough that he has many good years in this on this you know with the Red yeah. Bulls potentially. Many. Uh, and so I think that this is kind of a year that you know should separate him from the past couple. Even though they were good, I think he needs to be great. Yeah, I think if we're gonna have a good season, Daniel Royer is gonna be an important part of it. Hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. All right. So uh, related to what you're bringing up, who do you think gets more minutes, Sean Davis or Tyler Adams? Sean Davis. Davis. Yeah, right. I mean, I think that's an easy question just because he's older. All right, all right. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, I, I'm really hype about Tyler Adams, Adams right yeah. now and how much he gets moved in. So my follow-up is, uh, who gets more minutes, Tyler Adams or Mike Grella? Obviously, they're not the same position, but I'm just picking a player who's clearly senior but is is rotated in and out. Do you think, basically, is, is Tyler Adams going to get significant rotation minutes this year? I think that uh, Adams is going to be in a similar position that Davis is in last year. Okay. Uh, in the sense that he's going to really be the leader of RB2 uh, throughout the season, uh, it, but which is a good thing, you know, not 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 a bad thing. But I think that Grella is the type of player who gets subbed in in the 70th minute more often, and so if we're talking about just minutes, I think he's going to get more of those. But I think that you know we'll see Adams start a few games. See, I disagree with him. I I think that Tyler Adams has this really high potential from everyone who talks about him. Right, everyone thinks he's going to be like a huge midfielder for the U.S. Um, so I think that Tyler Adams is going to see a lot more MLS minutes this year. He might get more than Mike Grella, but I think he gets more starts than Mike Grella does. Wow. And I think he plays in a lot of our cup tournaments. I don't think I disagreed with you at all at that point. I pretty much. Oh, okay. Like the same. same well, I mean, I don't think he's going to play. Just, just worded a little. Well, differently. I don't think he's going to play in RB2 as much. I think he's, he, they're going to put him on the bench of the MLS games more than these. Like, like Sean Davis. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's pretty much the same. Speaking of cup tournaments, how do we do in the cups? U.S. Open Cup this year. We win it. Really? Yeah. Genuinely? Yeah. Damn. No, we don't. How far? Uh, 
not significant. I mean, it's like a position where we get knocked out like with like eight. Do you think left. we finally play NYCFC, or do you think they lose to the Cosmos again? They lose to the Cosmos, they lose again. To the Cosmos again. Come on. All right. Come on now. Thank you, our friends in green. Um, I think we make <laughs> friends think, in quotes. Yeah, I think we make the uh, semis. I don't think we win. Um, all right, so let's. Uh, this isn't the last question, but starting to wrap it up, let's let's go through our, our list. We've said yes and no's for all of the Eastern Conference, but let's go bottom to top uh, for your projected standing. Sam, you can start first, starting with number eleven. All right, eleven is so I'll go. All right, Orlando, ten, New England, nine, Philly, uh, eight, DC. Uh, seven Atlanta, six Ooh. Chicago, Ooh. five Columbus, four NYCFC, uh, three Red Bulls, two Montreal, one Toronto. Montreal, hot. All right, all right. Do oh, we yeah. all have Red Bull at three? Uh, I do not. Okay. I'm unimaginative. Shall I go? Yeah, go, go. All right. So bottom, New England, then Atlanta, then NYCFC, then Montreal. Than Orlando. Now Wait, give us numbers. Sorry. Okay. Well, I was going to say those are the bottom five. Okay. Um, now, in playoff, number six, Columbus. Okay. Number five, Chicago. Number four, D.C. Number three, Red Bull. Number two, Philly. <laughs> Terrible. Get out of here. All right, but okay, somebody's got to do it. And number one, Toronto. I mean, I was right with Columbus last year, so. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I've got uh, in the Eastern Conference, I got 11, Orlando, 10, Philadelphia, uh, 9, Atlanta, 8, New England, 7, Columbus. I'm a hater still. (laughs) 6, Chicago. That's my Philadelphia pick of the year. Chicago sneaking into the playoffs. Ducks, be willing. Uh, Number 5, Montreal. I think they still got it with Piatti. Number 4, NYCFC. Number 3, DCU, just to spite us. Number two, New York Red Bulls. Out of force of habit, we just get the bye. And number one, Toronto FC. Mm. Mm. All right, there you have it, folks. Um, all right, Western Conference. Uh, Top six. In that, in that it exists, theoretically. Who, yeah. who do you think is making the playoffs? We're, we're not going to go into detail since these are all, again, uh, fake teams invented for the game Oregon <laughs> Trail. Um, I've got at six, Sporting Kansas City. Because um, I think they've still got some digital talent. Number five, Portland Timbers. Number four, LA Galaxy in the Pro Arena era. Number three, Colorado, stout as ever. Number two, Seattle, powered by Lodero. And number one, uh, New York Red Bulls West, a.k.a. FC Dallas. Wait, what happened to Houston? You were all high on Houston. You're going to make the playoffs I think, I think they're going to be seventh. They're I think just, they're going to be gonna better be than last. everyone thinks. Yeah, yeah I think they're just going to be. They're going to show remarkable progress. But you said they were going to be the Colorado of this year. That was that was too hot of a take. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I have have the same top six except uh, RSL for uh, SKC. All right. That's fair. Just unconvinced. In the same order. Yeah, same order. Wow. Wow. Unconvinced by SKC. Just until they even if they sign. They're having a they're having a bit of a late empire decline there. Oh yeah, that was last year too. I have a similar order to yours, Britt. Um, but it's not quite the same. So six, I have SKC. No, I mean okay, fine. (laughs) Whatever you (laughs) get. Six, I have SKC. Five, I have Houston. Whoa! I think Houston. H Town, stand up. Okay. <laughs> no. no. Nobody. Brit, nobody stood up. For the record. Sipping from a double cup right now, actually. Yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, four. I have Portland. Three. I have L. A. Two. I have Seattle, and one. I have Dallas. Cause well, I have Dallas love in this house. Uh, it's hard not them. to. No reason not like, to. They just destroyed Arabe Unidos. It's true. It's true. It's true. All right. Um, who do we got worst? Worst in the league? Yeah. Who we got for a wooden spoon? 
are we consensus San Jose? San Jose. I have to I have <laughs> to consider Minnesota. I like Minnesota. I want them to do well. Molina was a good but, pickup though. Yeah. It's a good DP pickup. But, no, they don't have a DP. He's not a DP. Well, a good, you know, I, mean, I don't a, know if he's a good pickup. I don't know. <laughs> they, have, they have Ibarra, Ibarra back, right? Yeah, he's not a DP. Um, they are very low budget. I want them to do Shoot. well, yeah. but I, you know, I'm skeptical of all expansion teams. Right. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with uh, Minnesota. With Minnesota. Right. Sorry, guys. All right. So I think our our last question is a hot take. Is uh, oh, I was gonna phrase it in the question of, of unpopular opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's okay. your What's your un, This is gonna be an unpopular opinion about the Red Bulls, Anything. about MLS in general. About the U.S. national team, I don't know anything soccer related. You go first. Uh, I didn't. I, I think I should go last. No, no you uh, go first. It's okay, <laughs> I've let this one marinate for a while, but uh, Jay Caspian Kang was not wrong. Jay Caspian Kang wrote that article about supporter culture that was widely reviled. Oh, on, that on uh, okay. that everyone took as is uh, saying Which that one? we're all racist. Um. um it was the one where he kind of he kind of you know admittedly lazily compared hanging out with uh, Empire City supporters for oh, a weekend yeah. to Bill Buford's uh, Among the Thugs, which is like is kind em- of you mean Emerald City? Emerald City, yeah. yeah. What did I say? Empire. Empire. So it was, oh, it was uh, ECS, 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 ECS Seattle. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was a slightly lazy piece in that yeah. regard. It was kind of like a thing you would have written right because seattle's just a very because you're just like oh yeah like this is a text and here's my close read i know here's a example so uh it wasn't his best like long form thing for the new york times magazine however in retrospect i think we as a soccer community took that way uh too personally um and i'll say this is interesting because because you know when that first came out i was on the tail end of my own uh like slightly more sensitive side of these kind of pieces. I think I've kind of shifted with the times a little bit. Um, that's something I never hear you say in that context. <laughs> that, that's that's true, yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I think that Kang was right to 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 point out that uh, soccer does borrow a little bit from certain uh, images and ideas of what supporter culture is and uh, has a nostalgia for like firms and and certain aspects of European and Latin American social strife that are often unexamined in mm-hmm. in supporter culture. And I think that the reaction towards that piece was uh, excessive and, and way more personalized than he ever meant it. And also like what what were we losing, folks, from being criticized so much? Like were was was the fallout from that piece ever going to be that soccer was going to be made illegal? Was it ever going to be that soccer was gonna not make it in America anymore because of Kang's piece? No. I, mean, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think it's kind of just the existential angst of being an American soccer fan, right? It's true. I mean, it's, it's you know, the inferiority complex again, which, hey, I'm not trying to say I don't have it. We all have it. We've, we, this is the, the psyche that we all exist in. I want everyone else like soccer. Yeah, God. like, please like my sport. But um, that's going to say that Kang, while not exactly uh, precise, was perhaps... Onto something? Not wrong. Mm. Jay Caspian Kang did nothing wrong. Ooh, he did nothing wrong. That's that's a bold. Oh, I'm accusation. just I'm memeing. Give me a break. 
I think you want to go last. That's that's why you. No, I don't. That's my soccer. No, take I don't really have a horrible take. I think it's pretty straightforward. Um, my unpopular opinion is just that I think that the East are going to be stronger than the West this season. Mm. I heard. I, I I'm just showing. I'm reflecting that I just listened to e- ETR today, but people apparently are saying that. So. Oh, okay. So not that unpopular. Wow. <laughs> I'll pick a different one. <laughs> you can think. You can have a redo. I'll, I'll go. Um, I think that like the so politics of the South Ward are going to really align with like the national politics in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, and I think that like uh, at least for like in a casual in in a casual sense, I think that for a while they seem to be like uh, at least in the way that like the supporters groups are structured, it seems like there's a lot of crossover between uh, uh, ES, ESC and, and VA, uh, and less so with GSU. Uh, and it seemed like there was kind of this isolation in, like between between these two two groups. But I think that with the rise of Trump and the rise and the whole anti-fascist uh, like existence Reaction, of yeah. GSU, I think that their legitimacy and popularity amongst the supporters as a whole will rise. And I think that it'll like the fact that there's like this aggressively political like agnosticism, I guess, yeah. in in VA that'll kind of be a like it'll kind of look a little worse. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, last year... I think there's going to be a shift between the dur- two. During the sandwich board incident, I was like, man, these guys are posers. But now I'm like, hello, comrades. <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole different like wave of respect that I think that GSU could ride yeah, and, spe- and, and like could become more popular. I think es- this, this could be their revival. Especially because yeah. we saw all those uh, anti-fa flags um, from where we were sitting on GSU. Yeah, um, you know, this is a whole topic that, you know... We we've had a lot of stuff in this episode, so I don't think we have time to really address it. Yes. Well, but we we we, 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 will we will talk about it though in the future. There was a political demonstration uh, before the game on Wednesday. Um, during the game. D- during the game on Wednesday, uh, in regards to it's a human contemporary politics, not a political um, demonstration. I know what the context you were saying, but it makes it sound like you're dismissing it. But I know you aren't. Um, we will talk about that later, though. But hey, if you have thoughts, especially if they're bad thoughts, um, <laughs> email us. Because uh, if you're a fascist, please reach out to us. Yeah, or if you're just a contrarian, uh, ostensibly apolitical person, mm-hmm. please email us. Yeah. we can dissuade you of that. But yeah, we're no, I'm not going to try to bring up politics for no good reason because I know for a fact, based on the way everyone tweets that if I just talk about politics for no reason, I'm just going to annoy a lot of you. So um, I'm not going to just talk about... Yeah, we're, we're going to try to save it for when it really counts. Right. Um, but yeah, we will talk about that in the future. Um, but yeah, all right. That, that, I think that's all of the, the yeah, Red Bull New York other, stuff. Other like, unpopular opinions. So yeah. Good ones. We could have talked about a lot of stuff, but it's been, it's been a lot this episode. Yeah. It's going to be a long one, but hey, it's the first one for the whole... And I think that we still have to predict... I was going to say, Atlanta. Atlanta game. Again, folks, yeah, we we can't even do a whole pre-Atlanta thing. But then again, I, I'm going okay. to write an excuse that say Atlanta does Atlanta is still Doesn't an abstract exist, concept yeah. right now. <laughs> so Atlanta Atlanta United is a construct. Um, what's your take uh, for Saturday against Atlanta United FC? Four two loss. Four right. two. We're, Four. We're, we're gonna we're gonna be gassed. Four. We're gonna be gassed from Vancouver. We're gonna have no recovery. We're gonna have just gonna. It's too early, I think. When's the last time we've ever given up four? No, goals? I think I think we get, we gave up so many goals early last season. I think we're gonna do the same. Four? We never gave up. That's four. not true. We I gave think up, we, get, we gave up think, four in the home opener. I think we get sliced up. Okay, gave up two. We lost two now, right? 
to Toronto? Yeah, we gave up two. But I, oh, I, we, I agree whatever. with Sam, though, that we, I think we're going to get sliced up, though. I think we're going to be gassed, and I think we're going to be demoralized. Yeah. Um, it's going to be like a... I think we're going to lose... Gut punch. I think we're going to lose 3 nothing. Yeah. 3 no. Wow, you guys... But hey, I will oh. say, if we win on Wednesday, I'll take it. There's going to be 50,000 people seeing their first kick of soccer ever in their lives on Saturday, and they're going to be hype. And they're so. going to be grossly disappointed because we're going to win 2-0. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I would love to, hey, like, I would love to be wrong here. Yeah, I love seriously. To be I, I think No, but I, I really just don't think they have the chemistry yet. Um, And I, re, I, I, I think that our team, even our reserves, are going to be better than their first team. Guys, where are we watching the game? I think banter. Wednesday, it's no. at 10. 10 is oh, that game? I thought you meant the... I'm talking about Atlanta. Yeah, we're Atlanta, Atlanta. Let's go to Banner. Let's Banner? Go to, yeah. No, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in sunny San Diego for the weekend. In San Diego. Oh. Yeah. Kind of on a whim. Peaches so. already told people it's gonna be a Banner. We gotta go Banner. Sorry. <sighs> Damn it. Yeah. We're gonna it's hang out whole, with our. It's the opener. <laughs> yeah, but we're, yeah. we're starting our own Brooklyn thing. Uh, I guess I. I saw. Um, that is true. I saw. <laughs> who's uh, based in <laughs> at mm-hmm. an event recently in uh, Crown Heights. He's often at. Banner, I believe. I don't know if I'm. Is, it, is that doxing him? I don't know. Sorry. Um, but it's lovely to see him. I Do you want me to hi. bleep that out? Just beep that out when you. Yeah, I'll do I that. Yeah, maybe. I guess. I don't yeah. know. Um, <laughs> I saw a beep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it'd be fine. I don't know. But um, yeah. <laughs> so I think we'll be at Banner on Saturday. Um, all right. I was going to. Oh, uh, since I didn't say it in the intro, I'm going to say I saw a movie recently. Get out. I saw it. Yeah. On the on the opening weekend, get out. Fantastic movie. Go see it. Uh, don't forget our plugs that I told you to do. Oh, yeah, we're plugging. All right, so we have a website, <laughs> viewfrom202.com. We've got a Twitter, at viewfrom202. Follow us on Facebook, at viewfrom202 on, on Facebook. Email? Email, contact, at viewfrom202.com. Send aforementioned terrible political opinions to us. <laughs> um, or good ones. We or take good, good ones, ones Yeah, it's true. No, we don't take good ones. There are no good political opinions in in uh, capitalist soccer. I don't know. We have a fantasy um, league. Memes. We have a fantasy league. What's Do you have the code? code? No, I don't have a code. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I can find it. Um, while, while I look for the code, plug our other thing. <laughs> We've opened a shop on our website. It's vfrom202.com slash shop. It's also just at on. Well, I mean, you, we, this is the first time we're talking about it. Yeah, give it the we thesis. got dope know, shit. Check it out. It's it's on the navigation bar if you know how to use the internet. Um, eh. But yeah, we we've made some we've made some shirts. Some of them basic. Some of them uh, I don't know, slightly more involved. Uh, I I, may, I recently posted one of a uh, Zubar conjugation chart since Zubar is in so the form relevant. of an infinite <laughs> infinitive verb in Spanish. You can conjugate it and tell all your friends about it. Um, and <laughs> folks, it's not a view from 202 project unless it arrives immediately after the window of relevancy. <laughs> so, right, like our seven nil shirt that you also did. Yeah, but no, I've committed to making seven nil a uh, a long term evergreen. Meme. Yeah, it's an yeah. evergreen meme because that game will never not be funny. Shout out to Blue City Radio, by the way, for on their own volition, <laughs> giving David Villa a sign that said seven and taking a photo and tweeting it out to the world. So like. We didn't even have to Photoshop. Yeah, you, it kind of makes it less fun when yeah. these people just own themselves so hard. Well, that's just because seven is his number. Yeah, but I'm but, just gonna take a photo and like whenever anyone says shit, I'm just gonna take that photo and send it to them. Yeah, it's like folks. We also have other shirts, hats, and like. Yeah, we have hats. A lot of them say New York red is red as uh. Well, New not York, hats, but like New yeah. York and red are not trademarkable items, so you. New York? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Well, if we get a cease and desist, we'll just cease and desist. I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, so check that out. Um, 
I don't know. We're going to add stuff slowly up there. Mm-hmm. Tell us if it sucks and if you want to make something. I don't know. Yeah, we just put up ideas we have, basically. Yep. So Viewfrom202.com slash shop. shop. Do you have the code for our Fantasy League? I have League? the code for our Fantasy what League. What is it? It is 766 dash 492 7-6-6-4-9-2 come and beat us when half of us forget to update our team after half our team gets injured That's or just transferred you, Brit. don't don't speak for all of us damn who's yeah. winning our premier league not fans? you we'll update next week but yeah. no you're not i'm not, I'm not anymore you're in, yeah you're not winning all right guys hopefully next time points. we talk you're to you're in second i'm in fourth the red bulls will Brits be last. through <laughs> to the semifinals of the Champions League and hopefully with three points in the opening week of MLS action. Do you guys have any other final plugs, any movies, any cool things you've seen since then? Uh, good up on Moonlight for winning. Yeah, Moonlight totally deserved it, but there's a place in my heart for La La Land. It was, it was, I liked it. Wow. So, but I'm glad it didn't win. Sam thinks Moonlight too spicy. Hacksaw Ridge yeah, was I'm just also a very good. Um, I, I think that you know Mel Gibson deservedly gets a lot of shit, but that movie was pretty good. A lot of good movies. Yeah. Go see them, Can't folks. go wrong with any of them. All right. We'll catch you on the catch, other are you, side. Are you going to catch them? Nope. Nope. How about Never. that? Never. Nope. About that? How Never. About, other nope. side. No. Bye. Purple green like a lush garden. Yeah. Ben Max in your rush garden. Tough shock tie, y'all targets. I live it in, I just talk it. Ah, shit, it's a nigga from the X with the S on his chest. Brand new year, y'all expecting the rest. Killing these niggas, don't expect an arrest. Bad bitch in my room, I expect them dress so bold. Yeah, niggas so bold. Who number one, don't give two fucks what I've been told. Yeah, what I've been told. What I authors the Antarctic. Yeah, niggas so cold. Stop with the comparison. Ain't even really fair to son. Step up if you dare to run into a L. Make sure you prepare for one. Uh, when we talk about skills, and we talk about deals, and we talk about real, if we talk about a pill, then I gotta keep it trill. Yo, shit, we don't feel. We ain't in the same field. Chill. We in different cleats when we hit the beats. Game of Thrones, I'm in a different seat. Ain't say a word, got you check the speed. Cause you peeped that I'm in the same pits as me. That cycle made me a typo. Play with a G string, call me Maestro. As you see, we ain't got the same life. So how do you think we even alike though? Cause your A1 is my okay. Yo, turn up is my slow day. These hating niggas have no say. I'm that busy, now go. <laughs> They can't compare, but think they do. Get it clear, cause it ain't true. See, that shit just way as new as always here. It just ain't new. Been on it before y'all been on. Left it before y'all been gone. This scene been seen by the people. Y'all recreating the sequel. You brought you, try to confine her. Now you got it confined her. She trying to dish that vagina. Cause now I'm a headliner. I'm one vandal, but it's the diner. I'm cheaper than made in China. Impressing my efforts by the cold press. Red wine to see that cabinet. Shit don't happen when you rapping, making average man. I spend it, keep it subtle while y'all flexing deep and struggle. Ten niggas, two chicks, and one bottle. That's a problem. Dog, the night is just beginning, but the end's already finished. No handy sip, yeah. we got penny pinch. Yeah. We ain't buying the bar, yeah. they bargaining, they grand popping, but brand flopping. We ain't sending them small fans. Uh, so cut it out. Hey, over there. Hey, over there. Yeah. Hey, over there. Nah, they can't compare, they can't compare, they can't compare, they can't compare.